A group of survivors in a hospital overrun by a zombie-slash-vampire hybrid must work together with a team of hunters led by Steven Seagal in order to get out alive. We watched the 2009 horror film Against the Dark on this week's episode of Bottom of the Barrel. Hello Internet Dwellers and welcome to another episode of Bottom of the Barrel, the show where we find bad but oftentimes enjoyable films on Netflix and Hulu and review them for your enjoyment. That's a really long run-on sentence. I am your host, Jeff Bell, and welcome to the show. Yay! 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 See, there's people this time. Last episode, there wasn't anybody. Well, people, there was one. But... We're just not that excited about it, maybe. <laughs> could that be it? <laughs> it could be, but this movie is still enjoyable. So, this week we have a very very terrible movie but before we get into that let me introduce you to everybody else joining me on today's episode first the man to my right if we were actually sitting in the same room and he wasn't on my left side my co-host dan casey dan hi this movie is terrible okay that's dan's opinion it hurts so, <laughs> so much i'm physically angry that we have to talk about it Oh, and we are going to talk about it for a while oh too. no yes we are so so that's so get okay. ready I mean, everyone should watch this movie and enjoy it like we did. (laughs) We... I can sense the sarcasm in your voice. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm ecstatic. Yeah, how did you feel about this movie? It was so good. You loved it, huh? It was so good. Uh, Oh, well, we'll get back to that in a second, Dan, so keep your (laughs) anger in and your crying. And joining us this week, there is two, count them, two guests, longtime friends, and happily married couple, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Question mark. I noticed that Paul was a little slow on the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, And they also chose this week's movie, our friends Andrea and Paul Vote. Hello, guys. Hello. Hi. Yay, guests. Yay, guests. I loved Mo- this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I liked it more than Dan. I let me rephrase. I enjoyed it. More. There you go. Okay. <laughs> I actually liked it. I enjoyed it. She enjoyed the movie. Subtle but important differences is really what life is about. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> well, it's good that at least we have a little bit of a subtle difference of opinion because that'll make the episode uh, interesting to say the least, right? <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> so uh, you guys are, you know, it's, uh, we're glad to have you guys on the show. I hope you're enjoying the fancy accommodations that we've given you so far. You got the gift basket, I did not right? get my bowl of blue M&Ms that I requested, and I'm a little disappointed about that. Sorry. Oh. That was me. I should have, I, she told me before we started. I, I, sorry. <laughs> well, I'm not sure who I gave that money to because I, I thought we were supposed to give Dan you were, uh, you were in charge of the blue M&M. I don't you know, know what you're that, talking right? about. Okay, see, just blame Dan. It's okay. We all do that, right? I don't know what you're talking about. Crunch, crunch, okay. crunch, crunch. <laughs> it would only been good if you actually had a bowl of M&Ms with you right now, Dan. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry I can't uh, keep up this charade. This ah. is the charade and the props that we have. You're an impression. Right? i got to be more prepared in the future. <laughs> yes, you do. You just need to have a whole bunch of props with you. Yeah. So. You, can just, you can just edit in sound later, edit in some crunching in the background. <laughs> the sound an excellent of a, point. Let's hear. What the, kind of effects can I put in here? <laughs> <laughs> the sound of M&Ms falling into a, ba- into like a glass bowl and then just... <laughs> handful and crunch 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 exactly (laughs) well let's get on with this movie we watched against the dark Mm. it is a 2009 sci-fi action horror 
Question mark? Sephora? Question Sephora? mark. <laughs> just a question mark? <laughs> just a que- it's just a question just a mark. Question. That's all it is. And Paul, you brought up, um, what was the title that Netflix gave it? The alternate title uh, is Last Night. <laughs> it's just been, last night. It's just last night. It should have been K-N-I-G-H-T. Last Knigget. Knigget? Ooh, it would have been better. <laughs> they missed an opportunity there. Yes, oh, they did. <laughs> that would have just made the movie so much better if it was against uh, against the night. Uh-huh. Or, sorry, not against the night. Last against night. Against the night. So, like, we were trying to figure out, like, maybe they were originally contemplating there to be sequels to this or thinking there could be sequels. Oh, well, how God. could you not? I mean... I mean well, when we were looking it up, this movie was filmed in two different places. It was filmed in Romania. Yep. They and did it was not go all the way to Romania to make this movie. Half <laughs> yeah. of it was Romanian and half of it was in Los Angeles, that according to the end credits. Me, even yeah, you, yeah, you watched the end credits. Which part of it was filmed in Romania? The entire thing took place indoors. Just the good parts. I, think, I, I might be a little early to reveal this, but I actually have a, a pet theory about this entire movie. Okay, go ahead, do it. I don't care. Let's just go ahead. <laughs> Let's just do it. Dive into it. Plot, anyways. My theory is that none of the, except for when we go back to the army base, none of it's actually taking place in America. As <laughs> okay. Everyone speaks English. Everyone has an accent. That's true. That's true. And and I... and the fighter jets. Big spoilers here. Take forever <laughs> to get there. Yeah. So that's my theory. So your theory is that the that the like the zone seven or whatever that they refer to it as is that it's actually it's actually somewhere like over Europe or somewhere like, across the I'm seas. I'm gonna say Romania now. I didn't know that it was Romania, but yeah, I'm gonna say Romania. <laughs> That's where they were at. <laughs> so they just hopped in their planes. Before we get too excited talking, you want to introduce the and I'm using air quotes to your plot of the movie. Oh yes. Talking about details. Yes. Okay. So here, let's do this. Let me let me read what uh, I, this is IMDb's plot summary. Okay. Plot. Plot. Okay. We, plot we, is again, the sound use... it made when it was written. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, will, we will continue to use air quotes. Yeah, so here's the plot. Sound for air quotes. <laughs> not sure how well that picks up on a podcast but um so here's the plot not too sure why i'm doing two of them now (laughs) it's so stupid it's like phonetic punctuation it is terrible it is all right so when most of the population of earth is infected with a virus and transformed into flesh eaters and blood drinking creatures a group of hunters led by tau chases the vampire zombies to eliminate them Okay, that's the first half of the plot summary. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to get really, I'm going to get winded doing that. Zombies, (laughs) vampire. Yes, okay, let's talk about that real quick. Can we please? Start with the main point of the film. What were these? What were they, right? Okay, Netflix referred to them as, as vampire. The cover art makes them look like vampires, right? Right. Like the poster? Absolutely, like Asian vampires. Yes, Yes. Well, the poster also makes it look like Steven Seagal is in this movie, but later. <laughs> what are you talking about? I saw a shadow for three quarters of the movie. He did all walk away from the camera quite a bit. The first half of the movie, it was him walking away from the camera. <laughs> yeah, we, we had a regular check-in. Every time he had a line, we wanted to see if he actually spoke to the camera and you could see his lips moving. 
and I think it was at least halfway through the movie before that happened. Yeah, it was. Oh. I have it, I have it written down here. It was forty three yep. minutes into the movie before he had his first <laughs> line of dialogue that you could okay. see him speak. Yeah, and and I actually he had so little dialogue that for the majority of the movie I was writing down all of his dialogue. So I have <laughs> until the end because he kind it started to be more conversation. Got a little preachy at the end. Yeah, little, he did get preachy. Okay, so I, but. I have the majority of his dialogue, so maybe every once in a while I'll just jump in with one of his lines because they're all pretty amazing. <laughs> Which Please is kind do. of the motif of the movie is just <laughs> random drama for no reason at all. Forty-three minutes in was check him for bites. <laughs> okay, so now okay, so it's funny you brought that up. Now, right? Dave, do you want to talk about this? Is, is well, the, are we thinking of the same thing, buddy? I think we, I think we're thinking of the same thing. All right, you, I'll let you do it. I'm going to do, do you it. one better, Andrea. We'll come. We'll come if back you... to the zombie thing in a second. So, <laughs> who cares about the zombie vampires? I know, but no, we're going to talk about that. I want to talk about the vampires or the zombies, as I started referring to them as zombies. Zombies. I like zombies or zombies or zombies. Zombies sounds fun. And it makes this movie more enjoyable. Zombies <laughs> v- sounds like some band from the 60s. Yeah, that's like what I just band. said. It sounds much better than... <laughs> gotcha, okay. <laughs> no, okay. So if you watch the credits, like me and Jeffrey do, yes. or if you look at IMDb, there is a person who is Tao Voice. <laughs> he is credited as... It's a different actor. Uh, oh my I God. believe it. He's a puppet. He's a puppet in this movie. Yes. So now the the real question is: uh, Did Steven Seagal talk ever? Yeah. Did he ever actually talk in this movie, or was he completely dubbed? Or is he like a Harrison Ford thing where he just kind of mumbles and they have to overdub it later? (laughs) Nazis. For how few lines he had, I don't think he actually said anything because otherwise, why would they have hired an actor? Right. I think probably part of it was that he probably didn't say it. Steven Seagal, the actor, probably didn't say much, but Tao had more to say. And they realized that after the fact that Tao was a heavy, deep thinker. Is that it? It's true. He's, he's <laughs> a... First line. You, actually, if, if you want, I can take about one minute here and just run through all of the dialogue I wrote down because it won't yes. take that long. Okay. Yes, go ahead. Let us. Okay, so this is going to be every line of dialogue. That up, up, to, up until like the last ten minutes of the movie where he got kind of preachy. Okay. So let's okay. do the whole thing. This is Andrea Vote talking is, for Alan Altano. Olento? Alan Altano. Oiten Oitenu. Who's speaking for Steven Seagal. Yes. Oh my god, he's done it more than once. Anywho. Oh gosh. Okay. Check him for bites. Have you been bitten? Are you infected? Who are you? My name is Tao. She was all alone when I found her. She got roughed up pretty good. How many survivors you got? That's why we gotta get moving now. Guys, we gotta go. I'll send my people with you. What are you gonna do? I'm going hunting. <laughs> Was that it? Just oh, one no, scene. I, I got one more. I'm trying to read my handwriting, though. Oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I believe oh, that go. was it. I'm the motherfucker that's gonna do you like you've been doing everyone else. Oh, yeah. And then he shoots <laughs> them. Boom. <laughs> Man, I've seen that. People do that. They have to survive. Okay, then that's, then that's, that's it. Until until like the last ten minutes when he Talk. has more. When he just yaps. Yeah, and I and I did, if I had had my computer in front of me, I could have gotten yep. all of it. That was what I could get just writing with a pen. <laughs> That's that is very impressive. I'm clapping for that one. Everything you the... said could have been one scene except for like that last line. Yes, yeah. it was that was a full conversation you had with all of his dialogue <laughs> through a hundred and what? 
33 minutes of this movie? An hour and 33 <laughs> minutes of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We only know that because we were counting it down. <clears throat> yes. I found myself at um, an hour left of the movie checking to see how much was left of this film and being kind of sad because there was an hour still left of this movie. <laughs> But it's so that's very that's funny because you know what honestly what you just did right there, in my opinion, more enjoyable than the rest of this film. <laughs> well, and the thing that I tried to Google and find out that I could not find any information on, I wanted to know how much Steven Seagal got paid for this movie yes. because oh, it I know. from from the internet, I uh, it looks like this movie had about a nine million dollar budget, and I oh want to know God. how much of that went to Steven Seagal. I'm guessing probably about eight million of that. Yeah, <laughs> and they spent a million to rent the old hospital and maybe all the fake blood and makeup. Yeah, maybe it was cheaper to rent a hospital in Romania. <laughs> okay, speaking of the hospital. Okay, so this is this is what we're gonna do. I, we're not even following my normal outline. We're just gonna jump around and talk <laughs> about stuff because this is so much better. Dan and I pointed out the fact that. That was the creepiest symbol yep. on the outside of the hospital. Like, yep. it, it, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, it, I would not personally. Okay, personally, if I was in Romania, since that's where we're saying this was taking place, <laughs> and it was the good times, you know, pre-Vombies, um, and I saw that hospital and I had a cut arm, I would look at that logo and go, yeah, I'm not going there because that place just looks like it'll kill me. Like, it doesn't. That what hospital in its right mind would say yes? We want these giant like this giant weird like hazard logo on the outside of our hospital that look like fangs. Like I don't understand. I don't understand the whole point of that of that logo, um, and it bugged me every time it they they did their flash know, white cut to I it. I know that when I see a hospital, I'm trying to decide where I want to go for my medical care. I look at the emblem and I think which hospital has the most badass emblem that's, <laughs> that's the one you go to that's where i'm going every time this man this hospital is going to slay my cold <laughs> and it did i was out in three hours <laughs> completely clean so oh god that hospital just that in that hospital that and those people okay i'm sorry i am you so lost right now breathe <laughs> no well i just speaking of the hospital i i yes. think it's kind of fitting the creepy symbol because whatever hospital that like what that hospital had to have been like 20 stories high and like one yes. square mile for the amount of time that they spent wandering the halls trying to find their way out of that hospital. <laughs> I, I have this note written down, like, how big is this hospital? Like, right. I didn't. They did an obscene amount of walking. They really did. Yes. Yeah. And didn't the lady at the beginning, didn't the British lady say that like all like like there's one way to get there or something like that? I'm trying to remember what she said. Like like every every road leads to the exit or something. Yeah, they they mentioned that a couple of times. All hallways lead the the same spot. And I was like, that, that's an impossible building. Yes. That's literally <laughs> no. impossible. It's a possible building. It just has to be a giant circle. That's all. <laughs> and they just keep going around and, and you're around. really just going toward the center of it, which doesn't seem like you're going to help yourself out much by going to the center of a circle with zombies in it or vampires <laughs> or what did we say? Zombies. Zombies. Yeah, zombies. <laughs> yeah. Keep forgetting what they're called. <laughs> like I just don't understand like and for the lady who seemed to who 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 claims that she knows how to get out of this hospital, it took them freaking forever to get out of that she or to get lost. to where they were going. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. She also, has some troubles. Early on, as the four human characters enter, they like walk through an open window way yeah. early in the movie. And then they find the other two, and then all of a sudden they have to find a way out that's going to take the rest of the movie to get out of the place. <laughs> right. What? 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 Why not just what? around? What? Like, 
Yeah. And go back the other way, go back through that door that you just came in. Oh, yeah. Can we also mention the fact, okay, this is like, this is like several months into this zompire apocalypse or whatever we have going on. How did not a single one of them have any kind of a weapon on them? Did you guys notice that? Uh, I I noticed they had a backpack. Wasn't that a weapon? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure it was filled with books. Yes, Paul. (laughs) Uh, Actually, it's the same old theory that I originally stated. This is another uh, piece of evidence that it's not in America because there there are so few guns around. The only that's good true. You only see the hunters. Only two of the hunters even have a gun. They they like conserve their ammunition like it's gold. And <laughs> okay, but I mean they don't. Well, even, until like, the end sequence where he just <laughs> yeah empties clips into the zombies. <laughs> so it was in Canada. It was in Canada. It was in Canada. <laughs> so they filmed in Romania. It was Romania for Canada. Is that what we're saying? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow. This is just getting more and more complicated. You've no never wonder done the budget a was Romania for Canada movie. What? <laughs> I've seen Day for Night, but not Romania for Canada. I've never seen that. <laughs> it's pretty common, actually. I've seen Canada for America. That's more common than anything. Yeah. But yeah. so that's so the theory is that because they, yeah, because they really did only two of the. Um, Two of the, are you talking about like the, 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 I called them the Seagalites after a while. So it was the people that were following Tao around. Yeah. Um, you're talking about just, them, right? Yeah. It was two sexy ladies. Obviously there was Seagal. And then you had not Seagal <laughs> who had lines. So. That's true. So and not Seagal is, uh, was that the big, was that the big kind of tall guy with the goatee? Yeah. Who probably was a professional wrestler at some point. I'm assuming. Dan. Dan has information on that. Dan. That guy is actually <laughs> the stunt double for the rock on most of his films. Yep. <laughs> In a way. <laughs> no, he really is. Yeah. Wow. Honest to God. Half, halfway through the movie, like I'm sitting there going, God, he looks like the rock. I, I actually referred to him as like the like the the, the cheap uh, discount rock. Yeah. And then Dan looked him up and yeah, he he's done like he's done he's been the stunt double. Oh my god, I didn't notice this the first time. He's his cousin. Are you serious? Cousin uh, of Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> That's why he looks like him. Probably. Tanoi <laughs> Reed is his name. Which is a lot so, different than Dwayne Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson sounds like a nerdy Jewish kid from New York. Dwayne. Yeah. At least Tanoi Reed sounds like he belongs from Hawaii. You know. That's true. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was something funny. We just we we found that out too. It was and at that point it was like oh okay so yeah he is a stunt guy which is why he had the most like action packed yeah. scenes <laughs> and was the one like flinging over stuff and like jumping and like breaking through glass and stuff it was because he shooting was shooting an mp5 the... with apparently 100 bullets in a single clip you hey, know things I, like that i don't know if you know this but those guns hold a lot more bullets than you think sir <laughs> no they don't the count Yes. <laughs> More than I can count. <laughs> sounds epic. Uh, it sounds like a line that Stigall would say. <laughs> you mean that um, was the voiceover again? Yes, <laughs> I'm sorry. A line yeah, that Stigall so- would pretend to say. Yes, it's a line that he would say. <laughs> he wouldn't actually say it, though, because that'd be crazy. No, 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 no. Uh, why, why? See, maybe that's... Okay, maybe what happened was maybe they're like, okay, well, we want Steven Seagal in this movie, but we only have $9 million. How much does Seagal want? He wants $15 million for a speaking part. Okay, well, what if we gave him an acting part, but he didn't speak? Yes. Could we cut it in half? That's why the artist like, was so right. cheap, Jeff. That's because nobody talked. Yeah. There was no talking dialogue parts in that movie <laughs> until the very end. I was wondering yeah. if it was kind of union issue, like he wasn't getting paid enough, so he couldn't 
be seen talking. I don't know. <laughs> like the first half of the movie was an, it was a union dispute, and that's why he was. Exactly. They, they were just filming him as he walked off set, <laughs> and that's why he was always walking away from <laughs> camera. <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, we can use quick, quick, record, record. We can use this later." I love that he's we'll always just, in costume. It's just great yeah. for us. I know, right? Man, it's, I know. Quick, oh, get him to watch this him, general man. direction. <laughs> we didn't even ask. Uh, Mr. Seagal, the food cart's over there. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Action! Film it! Oh, yes, yes, he's leaving. We'll just hire somebody to do his voiceover. I did want genius. to say with the, the leather coat and the katana, he was a walking <laughs> mid-90s tabletop role-playing stereotype. And I was, a, <laughs> I was like, when was the, Oh, 2009? Yes. I couldn't believe it. I was like, someone will be playing this in a vampire the darkness game yes he, he, he was very cliche and he apparently also had some hidden shotgun somewhere on him because <laughs> it's a very role-playing game like yes oh, yeah didn't i mention my character's got a gun <laughs> no no jeff you blow it out of his second. ass tardis just like yes. in uh death stalker <laughs> His ass TARDIS. The ass TARDIS. <clears throat> yes, where, you know, it's the same place where, in, as I mentioned in the last episode, it's the same place where characters in video games put the giant packages and weapons that they magically carry and don't you don't see them have Even. for ages until you pull it out. They're pulling it out of their ass TARDIS. It's bigger on the inside. I figured I figured Andrea <laughs> would at least get a kick out of that one. Uh, <laughs> I'm, yeah. a doctor, yeah. I'm a Doctor Who fan. Andrea's just like... Fuck you! You're making fun of Doctor Who. No, she's she's laughing. It's I'm just pretty, I'm laid back about my Doctor Who. So. That's fine. <laughs> she laughs more on the inside. Oh, yeah. not on the outside of your jokes. Sorry. Oh. It's, it's she all inside laughter. there. Nice I saw what he did there. <laughs> wow. So okay. Um, so I'm going through my notes. Yes. Throwing his grenade. That he yeah. Okay. What? Later. Can we, can we what was it? Oh, the grenade with the broken bottle and how ridiculous that no, was. No, that was not rock. <laughs> no, that was not, <laughs> not the rock. rock. That was his cousin. Yeah, not that rock. Was, that yeah. was not rock. That was not rock cousin wannabe. Yeah. Um, who, yes, okay. So, I so this sequence. I guess I wasn't paying enough attention by that there point. There was far too much action in that scene. Like, how doing anything. <laughs> That's why Andrea liked the movie so much. She wasn't paying attention anymore. She's like, yeah, it's <laughs> yes. fine. Whatever. Just, there's explosions and blood and stuff, uh, and this is cool. I'm okay with it. Yeah, that, that grenade with the seemingly 30 second fuse on it, which yes. seems impractical. We were, I got We were yelling at the screen because he pulled it, and I'm like, oh, okay, so he's going to go out. And then he drops it, and it doesn't go off, and it still doesn't go off. It's gonna go out in a blaze of glory. <laughs> yep, and blaze oh, of glory. Now, now he's grabbing the beer bottle. Here comes that's the blaze of glory. <laughs> and then he sh- okay. Which, by the way, <clears throat> you have an explosive device as fragile as a grenade. Let's just look past the fact that the grenade doesn't go off. He took that beer bottle and shoved it on top of that grenade on well, the ground. Okay. Jeffrey, we need to do a little education. Grenades aren't what? fragile. They're semi-fragile. No, 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 Once no. you pull the pin, haven't they? No, once you pull the pin, there's a fuse that starts inside of the grenade. Dan right, does this like it... every show. Like we <laughs> talked about drawing and quarter people last time. Now we're talking about grenades. No, Dan so likes to correct when that little thing flips off the people. top, it starts a fuse on the internal right. part of the grenade, which is about five seconds, and then it blows up the C4 that's inside. It's not like it's gonna is once you drop it it blows up it's not like no that. you've watched too many movies man hey i don't know according to this movie it goes on for ages with the grenade scene though that i couldn't get over okay 
it's all hypothetically because the glass is all sharp and you can shove a broken bottle into somebody. That's fine. But when yep. he scoops up the grenade, the grenade is sticking out the top of that bottle by like four inches. So basically, he just stabbed the guy with the grenade. Yeah. Sharp. <laughs> Have you ever been so angry that you just stabbed a guy with a grenade? <laughs> so really, the Not rock was really useless. He should have just shoved the grenade into the guy then if he had that kind of upper body strength. Right, because that's basically what he did. That bottle didn't reach anywhere near the zombie's body, right? It really didn't, no. <laughs> that's an excellent point. I didn't think about that. <laughs> Neither did I. That's a good point. See, okay, so Andrea and Paul will be on every episode of Bottom of the Barrel from now <laughs> Just because they catch things that we missed. Oh, man, that line, yeah, that, I wrote that whole sequence down. I just, I could not, could not believe that that went on for so long, that grenade. That should not have gone on that long at all. against the boss zombie. That clearly, that single zombie, because not Rock, not Seagal, he turns around, he's like, I don't even know what he's, he's like, you gotta be shitting me. (laughs) Because the zombie's three inches taller than him. He's like, I've never seen something taller than me. (laughs) Everything's usually smaller. (laughs) (laughs) I completely forgot about that. He did, though. He literally turned around and goes, you gotta be shitting me. And Paul and I are both like, what? Why? 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 What's wrong with this? So one of the other one of the other death things that I just um, I got a kick out of was when they actually get into the elevator. There's two deaths in that scene, okay. And when they get into the elevator and like the the one uh, the the one Sagalite like uh, the, the the one lady who doesn't say anything and has these teeny tiny little blades for weapons that she uses. Both of them. Oh no, the one that doesn't say anything has a long blade. You're right. Right. So, but like the one get the one gets picked off and the door the elevator door shuts and they're like well that one's gone and they just keep going and then when the elevator gets stuck and they open the door and the the one dude goes down under the elevator and i missed why water. yes it's filled with water yeah. why is it filled with I water see shoulder height full of water i also had that note down why is there water in the elevator shaft <laughs> and then um, why is there a zombie just chilling there underwater like they have to breathe don't they die like people still i i didn't understand what he was doing just chilling down there well hanging out underneath there the dude who jumped in the water didn't stumble across the zombie at any point or feel him of course not and then like the zombie waited for the most opportune moment to like let go of that other zombie arm so it kind of like skull like uh like uh like bone so it floated up scared him and then he came out and attacked the guy like Yeah. No, and the then, zombie just has a sense of drama, and he wants to ensure that, uh, you know, your last moments in life are worthwhile. Or we're memorable for the people yeah. who are watching you from the elevator. Like, check this out, arm. <laughs> oh, it's me! <laughs> he was one well, of them thinking zombies, back, apparently. To go back yes. to that first girl that got pulled off, too, I have yep. a note down about that, too, because literally... They, like, the zombie grabs her off the elevator, like, as the doors are closing, and the one person, like, goes through the door, and they're like, it's too late, she's gone. And I'm like, no, she just no. got grabbed. Like, really? Like, she, you don't think that she Push the open door button. <laughs> yeah, she's right there. <laughs> she, she so far has proven that she can defend herself against these zombies. She's probably on the other side going, open up the door, open the door, slice, 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 open the door, open the door, open the door, I can still do this, but open the damn door! Like, yeah, you would think yeah. that she would have been just, like, wanting them to open the door and they're just like nope third floor what i like is that they're all highly trained killers but still she was like well up they're dead that's too bad immediately it's too late she's gone like it's not too late it's been like literally 10 seconds yes i'm pretty sure she's still okay 
These highly trained killers are terrible at their jobs. <laughs> They're not very highly trained at this. Highly trained standards have gone downhill since the vampire apocalypse. Of Romania, Canada. Of Romania, Canada. <laughs> it's the Romanian section of Canada, maybe? I don't know. Maybe that's it? So, okay. For Romania. So in Romania. <laughs> <laughs> Eh? eh? So let's okay. Let's let's go back. Let's go back to the vampires real quick, okay? Because or zombie. Uh, sorry, not vampires. Okay, because all right. So obviously, again, the trailer or the trailer. God, like, there's a trailer for this movie. The, <laughs> I'm sure there's a trailer for this movie. <laughs> yeah, give me a minute. It we'll find this. It'll be Find very exciting. So play on Netflix and you get through the first two minutes of it. Yeah, there you go. So okay, so the. <laughs> So the, the the poster makes them look like vampires. The opening five minutes of this of this movie, which I made a note of, it reminded me of a very bad episode of like Buffy the Vampire Slayer or something. And also the transitions, like yeah, Buffy or Angel. Right, because it's like the dissolves and it's the female voice narrator over the top, like saying all this stuff that ha- it felt like it felt like an episode, like a bad episode of, of like a really bad, really bad. T- yep. And it's like, and so I'm like watching this going, okay, so it's not vampires, they're zombies. And they, they, they re- never referred to them as zombies. They kept calling them like bloodsuckers or vampires. Like they referred to them more as vampires. And I'm like, no, they are zombies. <laughs> Stop yep. trying to confuse well, us. They're they, like logical talking Yeah, zombies. they don't, the, the yes. screenwriter doesn't know actually what they are. That's the problem, I think. <laughs> like, it, I feel like maybe he started wanting to make a vampire movie, but then he's like, well, what if we did, zombies are popular, let's make them zombies. Well, and, <laughs> and here's the thing, actually, I I, uh, I caught this. The, the writer desperately wanted to make an I Am Legend movie, because I Am Legend just came out two years, well, the newest version just came out two years before Against mm-hmm. the Dark. Okay. And, and and if you're not familiar with the original, because the the movies I've almost never done a good job of picking it either. The original mm-hmm. the original novella that I Am Legend is based on by Richard Matheson, great horror author. The the whole concept is is that Will Smith character. He's basically he's hunting down zombies. He's the Tau of I Am Legend. <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. Do and, you think Alan Altenow? Uh, dubbed his voice too. Do you think he can do a really good Will Smith? <laughs> he actually did the dog. <laughs> really, really good. Oddly I was, enough, I was crying in that. Anyway, uh, but the thing with I Am Legend is that they're supposed to be completely sentient, oh. intelligent vampires, and okay. and the Tau of I Am Legend is out hunting and stabbing these things to the heart during the day, and the vampires are now building up this legend of Tau of Will Smith. That's what this movie should have been called. <laughs> I want Legend more Tau. Tau. <laughs> Legend of Tau last no, night. No. Will Smith is a legend. He's the monster because all these people are now vampire zombie things, but they're sentient and they're just being killed off during the day by this monster hunter that's hunting them during the night. And, okay. and so that's what that's where you get lines like, We're the monsters now. Even though they're ripping throats out and finding their teeth <laughs> in the sharp points, we're yes. monsters now. <laughs> That's a long way back around the fact that they were filing their teeth to sharp points. <laughs> Which was the just scene I loved, by the way, of the of the vampire zombie girl, and she's like filing her teeth into these razor sharp points, and then goes over to her victim and uses a knife to cut his throat <laughs> to drain the blood into a mug to drink the blood out of a mug. Like hey, she just got done. 
She just got done doing her teeth. She didn't want to ruin them already on some guy's flesh. She'd have to shovel or shovel. She'd have to sharpen them again. It's it's too much work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the really worst part of this, that particular scene is the most visually interesting thing that happens in the entire film. Yes. Her filing her teeth. I was like, this is kind of interesting. What's going on here? And then ruined it. But she she wasn't my favorite teeth. My favorite teeth were the ones that were obviously screws. Yes. Yeah. Like, like sh- they somehow even... they went to a zomb- vampire plastic surgeon <laughs> and got some screws put in instead because apparently those are better. Those are better, those are better nails, than normal teeth, right? And I think nails would be working well because they're pointier. Yeah, right. Yeah, you would think, but I don't know if you'd be able to close your mouth as well. Like I think screws would still work as teeth. We're looking into this far too deeply. So. I'm afraid. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> so next up on the list of things. So. Okay, because I got really confused a lot. Which the fact that I got confused meant that I was thinking more in depth into- than I needed to be. Yes. I was really confused because in the beginning they talk about how these monsters, like they're not logical and they just crave blood, but. Then, like, you hear them talk and you hear them have conversations and they Some didn't of them. seem... Yeah, I just didn't... I just didn't understand. So was there, like, different levels of intelligence from the vampires? Damn it, I did it again. Zombies? Yeah, that's Well, because there was that whole little, like, mini subplot with the weird doctor and the little kid. The yep. German doctor? I did, not, I did yes. not understand, by the way. But no, he's, the thing that he said about her is that she was infected, but she was logical. And that was, like, what made her different or special or something, is that she, like, had some kind of a rationale. Right. But then, but then the spoiler. I actually I can't even spoiler because I don't know the character's name. The girl that was part of the group that got infected at the end. Yes, and she seemed really logical too. She's like, I've never felt this good before. This is great, and we've been we've been on the wrong side the whole time, and that seemed logical. So there's not even any rhyme or reason. But you could say the same thing for that one zombie that had the 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 whole like monologue scene with the British chick mm-hmm. through the the glass. Yeah. Yes. The broken glass in the door. Like, he seemed a lot more, like, he looked more like a zombie, but he seemed a lot more intelligible or intellectual than right. half of the other zombies that had been chasing after that. That whole monologue is basically I Am Legend. It really is. It yeah. feels like it. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm pretty sure exactly there's even a were... scene in it where the zombie's sticking his head through a window to talk to Will Smith. So, <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. which, by the way, Haunting. which, by the way, haunts Will Smith so much. And yes, it was just that, like, ah. Uh, it's <laughs> just like it's, ah. the, it's like the sixth version of I Am Legend that's made and still still misses the marks. They just get so, worse and worse. I'm glad you brought up that German doctor dude because two things. One, I kept thinking he was Tommy Wiseau yes. from the room. <laughs> I kept going, oh, hi, doggy. Like, every, <laughs> every minute, every time he came on the camera. I'm like, it's not even so. I swear it is. Number two, I really felt like the introduction of his character was going to lead up to, like, the finale. Because the way that they, the, the writer spent far more time on that sequence than I think the rest of the movie because it felt like it felt like they were building, like, okay, so his, his daughter, right? That was his daughter? Mm-hmm. Yes. So like he's like so his daughter like like Andrew was saying you know she she's different she's got rationale and she helps me and we're changing like it felt like there was a whole bigger picture about that character like it was going and, like, yeah and then when they bust in and they save the guy and they shotgun the German doctor and then they shotgun the little girl no they don't yeah. shotgun the little girl the the one they, uh, the blonde the slicer chick slices her. Slices are off okay. screen because that'd off be crazy screen. if we did it on scene. I don't even remember her getting killed. It was, it was, it was an screen. implied, yeah, an implied kill. 
I think it's the whole, like, they cut away as, like, you hear, like, the slicing sound. Yeah, yeah. It had one of those really bad sound effects, like the footsteps <laughs> that come out of nowhere for most of oh, the film. The Foley... Okay, <laughs> technical... Okay, technical complaint side here. The Foley in this movie bugged the living crap out of me because the footsteps were far too, like clear and i always heard footsteps everywhere it just like it felt like they everybody had microphones attached to their shoes <laughs> and they were individually recording their shoes walking it's a romanian you know, film technique you don't know what <laughs> we do we do not we do not record i don't know their accent we do not record the main character's dialogue but we record the shoes you don't well, know the accents you're going to do a german doctor speaking english <laughs> it's so they lose their budget on getting Seagal, so then after that they could only afford the shoe mics Yes, and not the actual lapel mics that would go off. <laughs> or maybe, maybe the maybe the uh, the uh, the audio guy was just like, "These are very tiny little microphones." Okay, we just put these on your shoes because you're too small for your clothes, or I don't know something. See again, a German accent because I don't know what a Romanian sounds like. Is that is that like uh, Bela Lugosi? Was he Romanian? Sure. Okay, uh, we'll go with that. Mostly just because I want to hear you do Bela Lugosi next. Oh God. I agree with Andrea. <laughs> I am the doctor. Yeah. It still kind of sounds German. And it just sounds way too cliche. Uh, yes, he was Romanian. Look at that. Ah. I looked it up. Thank you, Wikipedia. Hopefully, hopefully you're not wrong. So just do a bad Dracula impersonation <laughs> yes. and you're Romanian. Well, <laughs> oh, heck, I could play this game. Blah. The maybe, microphone maybe is too small. They had to dub over all of Seagal's lines. Maybe all of his dialogue that he did. He was doing a really terrible Romanian accent. Oh, really? they were I like, want that Romanian to be accent. true so much. <laughs> so this movie is going to be in Romania, right? Okay. So I'm going to do my Romanian accent. Get away from her. <laughs> I'm the motherfucker who's going to kill you. Kill you. <laughs> no. One Mr. dead zombie. Uh, you are uh, not the two count. Two dead from... zombies. Okay. Uh, uh, Let's just film him walking towards the food cart. Okay, can we do this? Let's just... Okay. Sorry. I'm like a hot dog. I was waiting, I was waiting for uh, uh, him to reveal himself as a daywalker, like Blade. And okay. All fit in. I bet, I bet he was waiting for it, too. And then he, when he found out he wasn't a daywalker, he was like, I'm not saying another word. <laughs> That's Good it. Luck. I'm done. Good luck, Good luck with the movie. <laughs> Good luck getting somebody to do my voice. Speaking <laughs> <laughs> oh, of theories, I was working with a theory for, the, for, well, probably pretty much the entire movie, really, until the end. The Australian okay. guy, I thought that he was a vampire the whole movie. Because the okay. first scene that we see him in, when his little chickadee, she's sleeping and he comes in to wake her up, yep. it's all like weird and slow motion-y and kind of like <laughs> like weird visual effects. Yes. Then like a scene or two later, we saw that same thing with one of the vampire zombies. So I was like, oh, it was like a little hidden thing. And I, I picked up on it and I felt all clever. I'm like, oh, he's a, he's a vampire zombie. And we're gonna, it's going to be revealed later on. And then, and it, then the credits uh, roll. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, damn it! <laughs> I kept feeling the same way. Like those two, I thought were like, oh, they gotta be zombies, right? They're, they're, they're just—they're hiding the insiders it. who are leading them like, to the slaughter right. or whatever. Or they're like they're—they're they're like the slow turning ones. Like they've all—they've already been bit, but they're hiding it from everybody <laughs> else, and they're just gonna turn all of a sudden. And that would have been a good movie. That, yeah. that would have been interesting. Okay, well, so here's the deal: we need to remake this movie, right? <laughs> That's the, that's it, the good plan. That's the good plan. Hey, I'm pretty sure we can get um, Alan Altenau to actually just be Seagal. Why do we have to pay him for his voice work? Why don't we just can have I, him be Tao? Can I, do, can I do his voice work then? Oh, yes. yeah, sure. Then you can dub him. A good um, him impersonating Seagal. So it would be did. Like, that was her audition on? earlier. Yeah. Yes, you have the part. I'm just going to throw that out there right now in case you're going <laughs> to... 
<laughs> okay, so then the ending. Let's let's talk about the ending of this movie because we've been all over the place and I don't even care anymore. Let's just talk about the ending. <laughs> the ending is the perfect time to interrupt you and bring up Keith David being in this movie. Yes! Holy crap, I forgot about that. <laughs> I was looking at IMDb yeah. again. I just remembered. And I was like, why was he in this movie? <laughs> That's what we said. They need <laughs> one <laughs> strong, angry guy back at base and he does Black that. Guy. My note, my note was poor Keith David. Why did he do? What did he do to deserve this movie? That was my comment that I, I made for myself because it's like he comes on and it's like, oh, but you were you were in an actual movies, <laughs> multiple real movies. <laughs> Why my are you favorite horror movie? And it turns out after watching this, my least favorite horror movie. <laughs> How does that work? Uh, he was in Romania at the time. He, did, he had a free weekend, you know, in Romania. Yeah, because if you look at his part, even though you know, even though he's a he's he's a good actor. I mean, I've, it's, everything he's done has always been entertaining. I've loved him in almost everything he's yeah. done, almost everything he's done. But like, you see him, and then it's like, but he he still seems like he kind of just phoned in this part. No, <laughs> how could really, you say that? The whole. And there you go. Okay, so I bet you that was what was filmed in America. I bet you the whole army sequence, the whole army base, because it was one set. It was probably one day, too. It's just and it doing was. this one shot, and that's it. <laughs> Which, and that whole sequence, every time they cut back to that, it felt completely unnecessary because it felt like, okay, you guys are just rehashing the same piece of information that at 0700, we're bombing this. Okay, we're going to bomb it at 0700. Get the clearance to bomb this at 0700. You're good for bombing this at 0700. Go for bombing. Like, that's all that that sequence ever was. And missing missing the most important part that the infection's been spreading for months now. And yet, the day that we discover humans and survivors in there, that's the day of the hospital going down. Yes. No option. That's what the brass say. That's what we gotta do. We've been going for two months here. What can I say? Hey, my hands are tied. What can I do? I can't do nothing about it, right? It's just, you know, hey, we gotta push the button. Italian? Okay? What's the matter with you? <laughs> well, that's where Paul saw it, like he was going with it. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, my hands are tied. What can I say? Yeah, like, right. What am I gonna do about it? What I got nothing that I can do here. Oh. Hey, oh, the boss calls me. I'm like, hey. He's like, hey, make the bombs drop. I'm like, okay. Oh, and the bombs drop. That's what I can I say. <laughs> Bad horror wow. movie. Random naked chick. Oh. Hey, there was nothing naked in this <laughs> yes, movie. Yes, there was. Where? Oh. The, the one lady right. who they were eating. It was like that's a random right. naked chick. I was like, well, there you go. It's a bad horror movie because there's a naked there's, jig in it. There's... I want to see boobs in a movie. That's how I want to see boobs in a movie. Bloody. <laughs> Bloody and Bloody. being dismembered and eaten. Is that... <laughs> Andrea, we need to talk. I think there's something <laughs> There's something we need to discuss here. <laughs> oh, yes, it is. Oh, so, now, so now, Dan, you were making the comment because... Yeah. Um, there were so many times in this movie where the lines of dialogue. Oh God! Do, do you know what I'm talking? Yeah, about? Yeah, they were just okay. like pointlessly dramatic. Like every every single scene had to be epic. It was like this is going to be end. our. It was like they were shooting a trailer the entire time, and they just needed those sound bites for the trailer. Like, oh, we'll get this. Um, maybe we're the monsters now. I'm the motherfucker who's going to kill you. I want you to see daylight again. <laughs> oh God, that was terrible. Yes. <laughs> I want you to want me, and then it's a music video. <laughs> it just goes bad after that. <laughs> well, the thing is, you know, we kind of have to do what we do. We hunt and we kill, and then we move on. It's all very way over the top. And yeah, I agree. It does. It sounds like it's it's those sound bites you would expect in the trailer. Maybe that's what they were doing. 
Maybe they were filming a fake four minute trailer and they just kept going. They accidentally made a movie. (laughs) Oh no, I made a movie. No, (laughs) that's not what I wanted to do at all. From this trailer cost seven million (laughs) dollars. Steven Seagal's in it. Oh, okay. I got you. Like like they finished up with Steven Seagal's like little part, and then he was like, "Well, I don't got anywhere to be until four. If you want to film (laughs) the rest of the movie, I got time. Whatever. We'll just do something in L.A. at one point. Don't worry about it. I'm going to L.A. on vacation. I think I think a friend knows Keith David. Maybe we can film something with him for a bit. (laughs) Just (laughs) can trick him into doing this, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's Armageddon Part Two. Just say that. <laughs> oh my goodness! Ooh, that was a so, popular movie. I'll do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like this idea. My Keith David sounds more like a bad Clint Eastwood for some reason. I don't know why. So, God, I'm trying to go through my notes to see if there's anything else. Yeah, this the smash cuts between the scenes were okay. There, there's another thing. Yeah. The the weird like smash cut flashback thing to zombies. Eating yeah. and like attacking, eating them, eating them specifically, right? It yeah, was always you... them eating the character who was flashing. But they weren't dead. I know. <laughs> Which is like, okay. So the point of those little random cuts in in between stuff. Now I like I looked up the the director of this movie was oh God. He, what was he? he? Was he was like a um oh like a cinematographer, like a director right. of photography or an assistant camera guy? Yeah. On a couple movies that people actually know, yeah. I mean, let's skip Bring It On Again because you know that movie was amazing. Uh, but like, uh, <laughs> he was the DP right on a, he was he was the DP on American Pie, yeah. and like he did a handful of movies in the early '90s. Nothing hugely well known, but it's like so. This guy went from being a DP to being like, eh, I can direct a movie, <laughs> and he did one, <laughs> and he's got another one coming out next Ooh. year. Oh, which. Oh. I'm um, really? yeah. That. Uh, he wrote and directed. The next one is Dirty People. Oh, that's right. February, which I'm looking through the cast list. I know absolutely none of these people. No. <laughs> I've never even heard of these guys. guys. I'm looking at it too now. I kind of recognize Richard Port now, but Who's I don't know in? where. Okay. Yeah. See, but, you're doing the exact same thing I am. I'm like looking through yeah. this going, Why do I know this guy? I'm but a like, podcast audience. Well, we have to IMDb. <laughs> Quick, everybody, over to IMDb. That's fine. They do it on Richard Steve Port all the now. time. <laughs> oh my! He was the DP on Out Cold, a movie I actually like. The the uh, the director of this film? Yeah, Out Cold. Okay. It's a movie where they're at the ski resort, and the guy from um, uh, what's his name? Tom Lennon's in it. Oh, okay. Um, oh, yeah. And so is uh, oh, what's his? He was in Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, Zach Galifianakis. It's actually a pretty funny movie. Interesting. But, I mean, it's not good, but <laughs> it's not terrible so either. So what you're saying is the director of our fine film for this week yeah. learned a thing or two about making zombie vampire films from such classic horror movies as out American cold. Pie and <laughs> Out Cold and the Chris Rock film Down to Earth. <laughs> I, I, I hate to, to interrupt the, the best, yes. best. I will give him one one prop for a good decision. Uh, okay. The the special effects are are surprisingly and refreshingly CGI free. All the core <laughs> effects, there's no obvious Very true. computer splashes on your screen of of, of some digit, digital imagery. And which is very, core effects, which but, is very popular yeah. for for nowadays for like like films like I think even Underworld did it where like whenever you slash at or even action films will do it where you slash at a character and instead of them having to like spray blood off of them or figure out a makeup effect right. you yes. know like a squib that it's all just digital fake 
like obvious obvious splash of red paint that they just <laughs> superimposed on it. And it looks bad in the movie, and then later on it looks worse. And <laughs> it just so keeps getting worse. The fact worse. that we're seeing actual latex or whatever it is they use for the, the makeup and special effects, mm-hmm. I, I appreciated that. I think we yeah. got one really, really, really terrible CGI explosion right at the end there. Oh, the whole end sequence? Yeah, yes. That was really bad. You mean you mean the end sequence where they like get out of the hospital just in time and they drop these enormous bombs that like completely blow up everything nuke us. in the surrounding area? Run! They're like, because like, they were three feet outside of the hospital and it got yes. Nuked. Hooray! They survived! Yes! And they're completely fine and that last shot where they drive away in the car and the camera like tracks up in the air and you see completely intact buildings in the background? Yeah. I, I think that <laughs> just blew up. The Sector 7 was just the hospital. That hospital <laughs> was its own sector. Well, I mean, that hospital was like five square miles. As we it's true. Talked. Oh, no, no. So you know it what it was? It was the Hushabon. What is that? It was the Hushabon from uh, Brocky <laughs> and Bowingle. Oh, I gotcha. Right? Isn't that the one? No, that's the one that makes no noise. Dang it. It oh, wasn't the Hushabomb. No, because that definitely made a loun- loud lo- lounge. Lounge? It made a, it made a lounge. Loud it was a nice kaboom. little place that had a burka and, you know, you could <laughs> well, buy Well, once drinks. it destroyed the hospital, it had to put something there, so right. it made a lounge yeah. for the zombies to hang out at. They put a so rug they, in the middle of it. It really tied the whole, <laughs> tied the whole structure together. area together. Yeah. We're, we're going there. We're pulling out the, the Lebowski references. Okay, so um, that end sequence where... Okay, so they're escaping the hospital. Yeah. And they... <laughs> They run to the door and the British lady's just like like yanking on the door to open it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, I also wrote this out. <laughs> She's like, oh, why is it opening? Because you're just pushing it, you idiot. Lift there's up. A, there's Use a your button knees on yeah, the and wall. Then, and yeah. then after that doesn't work, she runs and pushes the button on the wall. Yes. <laughs> she hits the button like, come on, come on. And then it opens. Because everybody knows if you hit a button five times, that's when the garage door opens. Yeah. I don't know about you guys like why wouldn't you try that first <laughs> <laughs> what you mean go for the obviously large red button on the yeah, wall like, no unpass the button to get to the garage door in the first <laughs> yes <laughs> oh and doesn't doesn't seagal um doesn't he randomly sh- start shutting the door before they even leave i think he i think him or, or or not rock one of them like hits the button to start shutting the door no it's seagal i'm pretty sure is it seagal and we're sitting there like nobody's left the room yet like why the hell is he shutting the door and then they cut like you can see the shadow of the door on the wall behind him shutting and then they cut to a wide shot and they're all like okay and they all run out and the door's no longer shutting at that point like it was the weirdest i catch you, up on the weird that, continuities like, 30 second montage of them running from the button down to the door which is now like like 400 For, feet away right. Instead of right next to it, like it was, it had one it. of those. Uh, it had one of those child safety monitors, like you got, you know, the little laser that goes across. Someone caught it. Oh, They're like, hilarious. "Oh, hang on, we can't close yet." <laughs> the door starts shutting. They run across, and it just opens back up because they trigger the laser light across the bottom of it. <laughs> Stupid sensitive There's door. There's ten minutes of cut footage of them just trying to get the door closed. It's this They're really weird back. part. It's got yakety sacks over it. <laughs> <laughs> Running around the car that's parked there as they trying to get out <laughs> and half of them get out but then Seagal can't so he runs back but then they all run back in they push the button they run back out it would, it's a whole sequence really it's he it's quite cat, ridiculous yep and then that triggers the thing to go back up again because it's you know it's it's a terrible sequence I'm glad they cut it from the final film wouldn't have made an interesting movie at all <laughs> well it could have hurt <laughs> it's true I mean at this point in the film 
Hey, so they're, <sighs> they're all getting out of the hospital at this point. Did, did we ever find pneumonia medicine for this little sick girl? That was the whole entire purpose for poor people to be entering the hospital in the first place? Yeah, she got oh, yeah. better. They were walking so long that she actually got better while they were walking. And it took so long for 7 o'clock to show. It was actually 7 o'clock next month, apparently. It's, she was fine by the end of it. He did not specify which 0700, okay? That's the thing. Maybe that's, that's true. Why, that's why they kept having to say we're going at 0700 because, like, 7 p.m. came and they're like, well, we didn't get the call. And they're kind of sitting around. And then the next morning they're like, well, 7 a.m. hit, and we, we still don't have the call yet, so we're just we're gonna wait for. Maybe they're confused that 0700 isn't p.m., but we'll just we'll just we'll just we'll humor them, and that's why maybe that's why it took two months for them to bomb this hospital. <laughs> <laughs> it's because it was them waiting, <laughs> waiting like, for them to like get they the call. We're almost there, and then they grabbed a coffee, and then it was 701, and they're like, "Shoot, I gotta wait now again." <laughs> now we gotta wait till we can't go after because everyone's gonna confused. What are we gonna write down? Well, it went off at seven, you know, 0700, but really we sent it at 0700 and one like that doesn't that would just confuse the paperwork for later on and i don't have to deal with that so um one more thing one more one more part that i wanted to talk about and then maybe we'll uh oh we'll see if there's anything else you guys have to say but when the little girl one of the many times the girl gets separated because nobody in this movie likes to stick together nobody likes to stay with the people who have weapons no that'd be crazy (laughs) even spells scary yeah. And it's not like, his I, voice coming out of his mouth. <laughs> Maybe that's why everyone's scared of him. <laughs> so, like, when they separate one of the many times, and the girl's all by, the little girl's all by herself, and she runs away from them to try to, or from the zombies to get away, and then she decides to, oh, I'm just gonna, you know, <laughs> yeah. hang out here in this hallway, cover myself up with a random blanket, and you know what? I'm kind of tired. Let's get some sleep. Like, okay, A. It's a light sleep. Like, I'm going to go to sleep. Like, She's out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Zombie apocalypse, I'm still alive. Screw sleeping. I am wide awake God about forever. This, part. this is the part where her dad shows up. Yes. And, uh. like, that, this is, okay, that's our theory. Because she's laying there, and, like, that zombie, like, comes out and just looks at her, and I'm going, oh, God, it's her dad. Like, because they made the comment that her dad got bit, right? Got infected earlier in the movie? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, holy crap it's her dad oh. and like the fact that he walks over to her and like bends down and slowly like brushes like caresses like tend- her hair caresses her like a father would to like a sleeping daughter type thing i'm like oh it's his dad yeah that's a really nice theory that you had i wish i would have had that theory because i was just on total like curve alert that <laughs> you went the complete opposite direction like everything was really sexy and sensual like oh, oh i do not want this to be sensual <laughs> I'm just like, listen, I'm dead, but I'm not dead, you know? I'm not dead, if you know what I mean. Oh, that's terrible. I like our idea better, and I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, he, like, bends into, like, like, oh, 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 he's going to bite her. Oh, but he's going to turn her so she can be with him. And, no, he was just some random zombie. But but still, still, that one scene made me feel like the zombies were, were capable of more emotion and true showing some intent and some thought. Than Steven Seagal in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was rooting for them at this point, so I was like, they do deserve it more than Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal is the real monster. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you don't mind. Now you just oh sound like the Godfather, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Why don't you do me a favor? My Seagal is all over the place. He he, for a while he likes being Romanian. A while he likes to be Clint Eastwood. He's a Sometimes he doctor. likes to be. Hey, you know what? 
<laughs> and then he goes Italian. What can I say? Hey, hey. Specifically, Andrew Dice Clay. <laughs> yes. Oh, specific Italian. I'm we gotta go specific. Who's gonna kill you? Oh, that line made me laugh when I heard it. I will say that that line in particular. It's like, <laughs> what a it's dumb funny. line. <laughs> it's so bad. You're not doing Seagal though. You're doing Alan Altenew's Seagal, and that's, that's true. That's because that's tricky. Point, <laughs> it's very specific very 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 particular one so okay again i apologize quick side note but i found this a while ago when i was looking up the casting crew for this the editor of this film was the assistant editor on such classic films as armed and dangerous uncle buck problem child the first two home alones <laughs> mrs doubtfire and apollo 13 no and he edited no. this film. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this guy, as an assistant editor, mm-hmm. has worked on some of like the most classic films, like classic comedies from the eight, late, late, like late 80s and early 90s. <laughs> and family films, mind you. Family movies. That's true. <laughs> well, remember that Deathstalker guy from last week? He wrote Little Bears. Oh, that's Care right. Bears. Uh, Care Bears. Yeah, the guy who wrote Deathstalker wrote Care Bears. <laughs> I have a new, I have a new pet theory about Against the Dark. Now that we've uh, discovered all this, I yes. think that they weren't trying to make a horror movie at all. I think that they were trying to make like a family comedy movie, and it just went horribly wrong. It just got a lot darker than they expected. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wasn't well, Romania, or maybe it's Germany? Uwe Boll. He makes movies that are specifically flops because it's a ponzi scheme because oh he gets, yes he gets he gets money off of like the insurance claim or something for bad movies <laughs> so basically he's pulling a the producers on it and right. he's trying to he's, exactly. he's purposely <laughs> making flops to make more money off of them. <laughs> he's like, i gotta go on a vacation what can i do <laughs> what, what can i do where's steve call make... i have an idea <laughs> We're going to make Far Cry 2. I have an idea. <laughs> we are doing Far Cry for one of these movies. Oh, it's so bad. So, okay. Well, is there anything else? Is there any other notes you guys had? Because I've kind of, we've gone through everything I remotely even wanted to talk about. One, one very short little note. Okay. When they're going into the hospital and they find that section that's like really bad and like really gross that they walk through with mm-hmm. like hanging bodies. I just had a note down because before they go in, written on the wall in blood, it actually says, Abandon hope, all ye who enter here. And I wrote down, who the hell would actually leave that note? Like, really, that's the most helpful note that somebody could have left. Like, okay, but who, as I pointed out, hey, there's vampire zombies in here. Like, <laughs> that's like, too specific. Or, alternatively, that maybe if the zombies are writing it, hey, candy. Like, if someone has the intent to <laughs> warn people off, just not a very good job at it. Yes. And get all the little kids, ooh, candy, and then ooh. run in there. <laughs> oh, oh you're not a candy at oh, all. <laughs> but you gotta give it to them. At least they did it correctly, unlike Walking Dead, where it's "Don't dead, open inside." <laughs> the English language reads from left to right and then down to the next line, not down a line, then down another line. <laughs> you did point that out. I did because it uh, bothers me. <laughs> Don't dead, open inside. Uh-huh. But I do, I do agree though. I do agree. Like, who would have enough time to write that? And that looked like that was written in blood, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so somebody was bleeding, or somebody was like, "Oh, I'll just, just take this handful of blood and I'll just start writing." Oh, let's go like old school. Who all ye enter? Like, yes, let's go. Yeah. Abandon hope, all ye who enter. That's seven words. You couldn't have written a more 
helpful seven words or a more descriptive seven words. You could have got a couple well, adjectives in there. No, well, well I mean, he got his painting supplies from ye old blood bank, so he just wanted to stick with the uh, you know, theme of the movie. Or maybe his painting supply was his own arm, and by the time he got to the end, he planned on writing more, but he just passed out from the lack of blood that he was writing onto the wall. And... Like most artists, he was too ambitious for his first piece of work. <laughs> yep. This is great. This is... Uh, uh. Maybe he was just Romanian, and that's the only English phrase he knew. He's like, I'm writing English on here. Maybe they'll think there's American inside. That's my Romanian accent, by the way. I don't know. Maybe they'll do this thing. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. Okay. I'm Romanian. <laughs> oh, the podcast of so many wrong voices, but so awesome. <laughs> if we ever get one Romanian listener, they're going to be so mad. <laughs> they are, are going to be pissed. It'll be one person so that's like that's morgan freeman level of uh i guess morgan freeman's easier to do but keith david is ubiquitous do it do keith david you can't do it i don't even know i can't it's I can't. I I, I literally open. I I open my mouth and I attempted to say something and nothing came out of my mouth. I, I, <laughs> I go play like, a few more hours of Call of Duty and try to figure I it out. I want to be Keith David, yeah. but my Keith David starts sounding more like this, and this is not Keith David at all. Miller, that's close. No, Miller, no, that's not it either. Yeah, you're no, just going worse. Miller. It just sounds like I'm choking on my tongue. Oh my ah. Okay, Andrew, Andrew's gonna go. Andrew, go. Hey. <laughs> I think it's the best okay, so far. Well, I think she wins. That's it. Yeah, she wins that. Yeah. Well, that's a good news segment for the episodes. We need to do a segment where we try to impersonate the celebrities we find in this movie. Thank you, David. Every episode. <laughs> <laughs> So I've worked on my Keith David, that you know, the one that we started 12 episodes ago. I think I'm nailing it now. I'm getting closer. Well, okay, so let me go over my drinking rules for the game, and then we will uh, we'll wrap things up, and we'll discuss about uh, maybe we I don't know if there's anything left to discuss, but <laughs> we'll just wrap things up at that point. <laughs> so here's the drinking rules for the for today's uh, episode. So jot these down and remember them as you watch the movie because they will help the movie. It's, yeah, <laughs> this, this one particular is going to make it. I mean, the last one had boobs to distract you. This one, not so much. Not so much. You only got your drinks. So four uh, four shot rules and then one finish your drink. So here we go. Number one, take a shot every time someone jumps through the air in slow motion. That happens a couple times. Number two, take a shot every time there's a shot of a zombie on the other side of a door looking through the window at someone on the other side. Does that make sense? Because that happened, I counted at least three times that that happened in this movie. Where, where like, like they are running away from them, they shut the door, and the zombie's on the other side of that little pane, like, freaking out, and then just kind of calms down and looks through the window at them. And it's like, that's creepy. So, so to go back to the first one, does the jumping slow motion through the air also apply to the scene where they all are on the floor above, and they jump through the floor to come down and get because I just remembered that and that was <laughs> yes we will amend the rule for that John too okay. so anytime that they're jumping through the air in general let's just do that how about we just narrow it down so every time somebody <laughs> jumps through the air <laughs> you're gonna be drunk okay so number three <laughs> take a shot every time there's a needless guitar riff <laughs> oh you have no idea how bad that's going to be, ladies and gentlemen. I'm actually not even excited necessary. to rewatch this movie right now. <laughs> I'm still not. Number four, take a shot every time someone says, all hallways lead to the same place, because that happened a few times. Uh. 
or or any variation of that. You become more dizzy than the characters. <laughs> yes, you will. And number five, finish your drink whenever Seagal says, "My name is Tao," and rock music starts playing for no reason. <laughs> That's Bad when you finish your drink. Because <laughs> it was totally, "My name is Tao." It was like it's actually a really good Steven Seagal, man. I love it. I you could it be end. Alan, whatever his face is. I'm coming for him. I'm gonna take over his job. <laughs> That's his one gig, hear- man. Don't do that. Probably just amend that last rule to be every time Steven Seagal has a line. Every time Steven Seagal has a line that you cannot see him speak. (laughs) Okay, so there's a sixth one? (laughs) Okay. All right, so we're going to do that. But that's going to be a shot because I don't want people finishing their drinks. You don't want people finishing the movie, apparently. (laughs) At this rate, it's getting so bad that people are going to be trashed. I think they just died in like the first 10 minutes of this movie. You killed them. My name is Tom. Shot every time that Steven Seagal says a line that sounds like it could have been in the trailer. Okay. Again. Oh my God. Why, why do you hate our audience so? What are you much? doing? To- <laughs> Take a drink. Take a drink anytime. That's not in addition to. What was that? I, I said to do that instead of the every line, not in addition. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Trying to, try to dial it back a little bit. You're just killing everybody. Well, obviously, um, Choose Dan, hangover. Y- you hated this movie. Oh, it hurt. <laughs> there was a couple moments where I didn't hate things. Like, I'm not kidding. The whole part where the lady's filing her teeth down, that's actually like a visually interesting piece of this movie. It's, it's the mm-hmm. only time I've ever seen go, oh, man, this might actually not. And then it got worse. <laughs> just, just so much worse. Downhill. Uh, pretty early on for it. Yeah. Like, first ten minutes, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So My- you guys will make it to it, then you won't remember anything afterwards, based exactly. on the drinking rules. <laughs> the rest of the movie will just be this blur of Steven Seagal staring at you um, my theory on the film or my thoughts on the or actually no let me go with you guys uh, Paul and Andrea your guys' thoughts on the film um, well I, I was kind of paying attention for a little while and then like the last half an hour of it I spent a lot of it playing on my phone while it was playing in the background No, that's kind of my signifier of a, of how good a movie is is how long I make it through it before I start playing on my phone or on my laptop So before, before you easily get distracted with something else distracted by anything else in the room. and it was especially yeah. terrible before she starts playing with both her laptop and her phone and, yeah. typing and playing phone <laughs> yeah, that's have, <laughs> yeah paul yeah, paul I, your thoughts i have an alternate title for this movie that's not last knigget <laughs> oh that was so good <laughs> it's pretty good it's simply uh steven seagal a casual walker <laughs> he never rushes anywhere so he's not in a big hurry really no he's not Oh, I like that. Paul, you know what? You just gave me an idea for more segments for the show. I want to come up with alternate titles for these movies that we watch because that's actually pretty damn good. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, okay, well, uh, Andrea, do you have an alternate title? Maybe we'll just get one from everybody. Um, <laughs> if not, no worries. We can just keep that one because I like that one. Well, uh, my alternate title for it, if Paul and I ever discuss this movie again at some point in the future, because I can never remember titles of movies, my yep. alternate title will probably be that one weird movie where they were kind of zombies, but kind of vampires, but kind of not really anything. And what was that movie again? That's- <laughs> <laughs> 
it's got a feel of like the whole like Doctor Strange love or how did I you know like how, like that where it's just it's like Steven Seagal is the one movie where there's vampires where they're not vampires and they're actually zombies but they're not zombies and lived on Twenty One Jackson Street and had the guy from the other movie in it. I think, I think Thank you. I am mutants. I am mutants. I'm just going to go with against humanity because that's what this movie is. It's against humanity. <laughs> oh man, See, I've been laughing too much. I don't even know. What, I don't even know what I would call it. I think I will. I you know just because I don't want to have to think anymore about this movie. I will just call it I am mutants. I will call it that. That is my t- alternate title for this. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. I am vampires. I am bomb. I am zombies. Zombies. Yeah, zombies. <laughs> I am zombies. That, that's my alternate title for this movie. So, well, um, my final thoughts, I guess. Uh, yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> it was. I was. It was. What? It just. It was. You don't have. To it, was. it was. It was. Yeah. It exists. <laughs> it exists. It's there. It's on Netflix. Go find it, but make sure you have the shot drinking game rules with you because it'll help you get through the movie a little bit easier. At and it is an hour and a half. Little X that's in the top of your window. It's oh, usually yes. red on most computers. That'll help. <laughs> that will help. That'll help make sure your mouse is pointed on that when it gets bad. No, I, I recommend watching it. It's a bad movie, but just you got to take a shot at it because, oh, God. Just if anything, watching Steven Seagal walk away from you for half the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty entertaining, really. <laughs> Always wonder what the back of Steven Seagal looked like, I guess, for all these years. So. But with that, if everybody's uh, everybody's good, if there's nothing else anybody's got to talk about, we're all good. There's literally nothing else that can be said about this movie. I don't think no. so either, no. Dan. You're, no. I know Dan's we just got, chopping no up a bit to end. <laughs> we're done. So with that, I thank you guys. Thank you, Paul and Andrew, for joining us this week. Yes. That was fun. We will uh, we will have you back on the show again because that was. Oh, that was so entertaining. Hey. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you think we're going to come back, do you? Oh, oh, well, I'm hoping we'll get you that, that bag of blue M&Ms, I no, promise. I'll right? be looking for the M&Ms. Right, Dan? Right? You got that? Oh, yeah, that's on our production list. <laughs> no, of... you're supposed to get the blue... Okay, well, we what? will get you that blue M&Ms, right. and we will have you on the show next time. <laughs> Not next time, but well, guys, we'll have you on again. Thanks, guys, for coming on the show. <laughs> And thanks, Dan, for being here. Yay, bad movie. Yay. We'll, show you, we'll see you guys all next week, or you'll hear us all next week. I keep doing that. We'll we see you like a sign-off. We do. We need a way to end this. Do we know uh, what we're watching next week? Um, I don't. Oh, actually, we are. We are watching Radio Land Murders. Oh, we are watching Radio Land Murders. Yes. I'm looking our next, forward to that one. I've seen it. That one's, that one's going to be interesting. That? What it's, is that? It's pretty good. It's a 1980s <laughs> movie done in the 90s, executive produced and story by George Lucas. George Lucas. With Christopher Lloyd and stuff, it's about a bunch of murders that happen in like a, a radio show from the 1930s. Yeah, it kind of sounds interesting. It's actually, um, really good. That's the problem is that that one actually might be a good movie. No, there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Like I said, it'd be awesome if we could find movies that have terrible critic ratings but awesome audience awesome ratings. Awesome audience ratings. So, but yes, yeah, so that's next time. So, uh, yeah, we'll come up with a way to end these next time yeah, I have nothing sign off of some sort. Well, I need a sign off because because we have them for top shelf I don't have one for this one at all so sign off just be we're the cattle now <laughs> it's a t- <laughs> it creepily like that too so okay. goodbye everybody we're the cattle now I'm the motherfucker <laughs> who's gonna stop recording <laughs> <laughs> goodbye everybody bye bye <laughs> that was fun
For more information about this and other programming, visit our official website at www.ghostat.net. <laughs> I like the ending.